Welcome to Discussions at the Dishwasher. My name is Ethan Morrison, and how about this? I am starting my own weekly podcast slash column, if you want to call that. Um, you know, I, I, I felt like, you know, while I'm working at a local eatery in my hometown, I thought there's so many thoughts and opinions that run through my mind and a lot of deep thinking when I'm polishing the dishes that, you know, I might as well just start putting it into writing and start talking into a microphone about them. And that's really what I'm here for. I'm giving you interesting takes, very strong opinions, and thought-provoking opinions on this podcast. And call them every week. You can check out the column on uh, at www.strandedsports.com. Or you can just listen to the audio version here on the Stranded Sports Podcast Network. Anywhere where you find your podcast, Apple, Spotify, and a bunch of other places, and the Anchor app. Um, today, we got a very hot topic to start off um, the dish discussions at the dishwasher, and that is the MLB trade deadline. Yes, the MLB trade deadline is quickly approaching, and you know, I'm looking at it in different ways here. I'm looking at it at a full league perspective here, but you know, if, if you want to read my column um, before you check this out, go right ahead. Um, I talked a little bit about, you know, the Pirates trade deadline um, and, you know, they're going to be sellers, obviously. Um, they're last in their division. No shot at you know, making a run as much as I would like them to see. They're playing well now, though. They just took two two against the Giants and going for the series sweep against the Giants on the West Coast on uh, Sunday today when, when I'm recording this. Um, but, yeah, they're definitely going to be sellers. There's um, a couple guys that I highlight in the column, and, you know, I, I, I give some of my opinions on why they should be moved. We're going to discuss that, as well as some of the trades around the league, some some moves by the Tampa Bay Rays early on, and a little old news with the Atlanta Braves acquiring Jock Peterson as well after losing Ronald Acuna Jr. So let's jump into it. Um, let's, let's talk about the Pirates first. Uh, the Pirates come into Sunday, July 25th. Um, in fifth place in the central, um, they're playing some pretty tough ball. If you want to say, I, I think they're exceeding expectations. I really do. Um, they're playing well. They just took two out of three or two, two games so far in the, in the San Francisco giant series. They lost, they got swept by the D backs on the road. So, you know, that left a little sour taste in my mouth. They blew, they had the lead. And I think two of those games are. Actually, they, they I think they got had the lead in all three of those games, but ended up losing them down the stretch in those games. So, I mean, that that hurt. That that really hurt as a fan, especially after they took um what did they they split the Mets series, correct? Yeah, they split the Mets series or no, they took two out of three against the Mets. So you thought like going into that, I was like, oh yeah, they're gonna definitely play well against the D-backs. Nope, they got swept and you know, turned it right back on right when they got into San Fran and Took two games there and going for their first, hopefully their first sweep of the season and get their first sweep of the season there. Um, but yeah, trade deadline though, that's a lot more important than the product on the field right now. And some interesting things have came out regarding the Pirates trade pieces and the guys that they are looking to trade. Ben Charrington went on 93.7 The Fan on Friday and talked to the Fan Morning Show and, you know, didn't give much. I didn't really think he would give much. I knew he wasn't going to give much, for the, honestly. Um, so he talked to them, 
And then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, these these guys we might trade. Oh, there's also a benefit for keeping them. So he really beat around the bush on everything, which was expected. But here's my opinions, because we are a strongly opinionated, thought-provoking podcast here at the on the Stranded Sports Podcast Network and on discussions at the dishwasher. Yes. Um, look, look, guys, Adam Frazier is a free agent in 2024. He's playing some of the best ball in his career career right now. Sorry, wow, I cannot speak English. Best ball of his career right now. Batting, I think, like 324 or something high like that. He's been crushing the ball nonstop, even without the A on his jersey. How about that? Give 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 Adam Frazier a round of applause for, you know, not for still playing well without the A on his jersey. I don't know, something like that. Something superstitious in my mind there. But He's playing the best ball of his career. If you trade him now, you're going to get a lot. I mean a lot of high prospects and high high and high and, and great prospects, great top 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 of the uh top of your um rankings in in on the different teams. You know, you could even land some top 100 guys for Frazier cuz you know, he's so valuable right now. Of course, he's he's a gold glove second baseman or should be a gold-glove second baseman by the end of the year with some of the plays that he's made. Um, so, you know, he's one of those guys where if you deal deal him right now, you're going to get a lot of good guys back, a lot, of, a lot of great guys. He's been tagged to the White Sox, who I honestly think that he's going to go to. I don't really think he's going to go to the Mets. What do the Mets have to give the Pirates for Adam Frazier? Who's arguably one of the best second basemen in the National League? Heck, he started the um, the All Star game at second base for the National League, so he's one of those guys. Richard Rodriguez as well. He's played really well down the stretch. He's had a little bit of a rough spot. Blew the save against um, New York on uh, last Sunday, but for the most part, he's pitched one heck of a season. And hoping he continues that. He's been targeted at the Blue Jays as well. Some other guys, some st- uh, starters, Chad Cool. Uh, Tyler Anderson, Chris Stratton, a reliever, they're also being targeted at some potential landing spots for them. Um, obviously, you're not going to get um, as much out of those guys as you would, um, uh, let's say, Richard Rodriguez or Adam Frazier. But, you know, still you could get some decent prospects um, that you could put to good use down in that farm system. Because, guys, if you listen to the Anthony Solomedo interview and my state of the pirates, you know, I, I kind of rambled on, I know, but it's all about building that minor league system. It's all about, you know, stockpiling those prospects and letting those guys develop down, down low in the farm system. And that's, that's really the name of the game right now for the Pittsburgh Pirates. You're not trying to build your major league roster right now. You have guys up there that are holding their own, that Shelton is running through the ringer in a good way. He's pushing them hard. Harder than, you know, I think any other manager would in, in in the Pirates situation right now. They've been counted out by numerous members of the media. They've been counted out by their fan base. Their fan base is basically boycotting. That's, that's word for word on Twitter. And, you know, they're playing well for a team that you would think would not be playing well. They're the weirdest team, I think, in baseball this year where they can where they can beat 
the best team with the best record in baseball, but still lose to one of the worst teams in baseball. I love it, and I'm here for it. And I hope they keep winning games like these because, you know, I've watched every game, every game that I've been able to watch, I've watched. And it's fun to watch them, you know, compete when you think, oh, this team shouldn't be playing this well against, you know, let's say San Francisco or Milwaukee, teams like those. So it's in, it's fun and exciting to watch. I know a lot of people don't watch. They just complain on Twitter when they see this box score and whenever Ben Charrington makes a move. But Ben Charrington knows what the hell he's doing. And, and you just watch in these next couple of years when you see guys that have been dealt, like Adam Frazier, like Tyler Anderson, like Richard Rodriguez, all those guys, they don't have a lot more club control. I don't know, I don't know specifically what Chad Cool and Tyler Anderson and Chris Stratton have on club control, but I don't think it's much. I think their their deals are expiring. But Adam Frazier, I know for a fact, 2024, they're gonna whoever he gets traded for, he's gonna have good club control for two years. When the when the Pirates reach that plateau and they and they start to compete at the major league level, he's look at the look look at the prospects that they have right now. There's a lot. There's a lot in the middle infield. Now, if they don't get rid of them this year, it's not the end of the world. It's not going to really set them back because a lot of those middle infielders are low in the system in single-A and double-A as well, like O'Neill Cruz, um, Nick Gonzalez, Paguero, just to name a few, Haiwan Bay as well. Like Those guys are still low in the system, so if they weren't to deal Frazier, it wouldn't really affect them. But look, if I were Charrington, I would sell him right now. Because you don't know how he's going to play next year. You would hope he plays well. But to put up the types of numbers that he's putting up right now, holy, just get on the phone and start taking answers. He's hitting 326 right now with an OPS of 841. You can't ask for a better average and OPS at the leadoff spot. And he's leading the league in hitting. Or at least was leading the league in hitting. Him and Castellanos have been going back and forth. That has been fun to watch. But... Listen, sell him now. Get what you can. If you're if you're going after the White Sox, there's a lot of good guys in that system. I'm not going to be naming names, but there's a lot of good guys in that system that you could pick off. And you know, a lot of, lot of analysts have been going and saying, "Oh yeah, he's definitely going to go to Chicago." Um, some, like I've said, New York. I don't know. I don't know why he would get dealt to New York. I hope. I I really hope he doesn't. I hope he gets dealt to the White Sox. That's just my strong opinion. But. You know, as as Richard Rodriguez goes, like I said, the Blue Jays they have some good young prospects down there as well, and you know it's it's just it's just fielding calls at this point, and you're just waiting it out. I want this trade deadline to be over, just like the draft. The draft was the most stressful stressful night of my life. I was shaking, and I'm and I'm not even like part of the organization. I was just shaking because I was like, oh my. I hope I hope they make a good pick. I mean, it turned out to be great. Charrington had a phenomenal draft. But, you know, I just, I, there, there was, I had no control. And, you know, at this point, there were so many names being thrown around. I was like, okay, whatever. Pick, pick whoever you want. I'll be fine with it. I just want this draft to be over. Same thing with the deadline. I just want the deals to be done and, and you know, to at least get some good prospects back. I mean, I still get flashbacks of when Neil Huntington de- dealt uh, Meadows and Glass to the Rays and, and uh, gave up Shane Boz as well for Chris Archer. Still gives me flashbacks, but hey, it's time to move on, guys. Because you, because there's still people that reference that trade. It's what two, three years away now, or three years gone now. 
And uh, oh boy, Huntington's not even in the organization anymore. He's gone. So guys, you got to move on. There's so many people that come up to me or on Twitter and say, "Oh, how's Garrett Cole playing?" Like guys, it's four, it's three, four years away. Now. It's they're gone. They're gone. They're they're. Garrett Cole's in a whole nother organization right now. He's not with the Astros anymore. Why are we still talking about this, guys? It's in the past. It's time to look at the future. Um, another guy that has been thrown around in rumors, not by the traditional analysts, but the people on fan sided. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Brian Reynolds has been thrown around and said, oh, oh, Brian on, on fan sided. I know one of the Mets articles said, oh, he's an underrated trade chip. Oh, yeah, the Mets should inquire about getting Reynolds. Or, or the Mariners. I know I know the guy that wrote that. Or I don't know the guy, but I, I read the article. He put an edit in there. He said, you, you trash me all you want. I'm keeping this up. Um, some people make mistakes. He said something like that. But I just laugh when I see those. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Nobody, nobody should. If the Pirates get a phone call and the guy says, oh, how about Brian Reynolds? Charrington should hang up the phone right there. He should. He really should. And, he, and I, I bet he has. He didn't really specify when I listened to him on the fan on Friday about who his untouchables were, but I I know for a fact it's Brian Reynolds. That's one of them. That's the guy that you have to build around. He returned to his 2019 form, his rookie year. He returned to that form. He's hitting 310, I believe, right now. Um, He's slugging pretty well as well, getting the ball over the wall. Started in the All-Star game. He was a replacement for, I think, Acuna or Betts, one one or the other, but He's one of those guys that you want to build around. He's still young. He has club control until 2026, which right there is a red flag where you're like, no, no way you would trade him. He still has, what, four years after this year of club control before, you know, you might think about trading him away. Um, that's, that's really the only spot where they're lacking in depth in the minor leagues. I know you got Travis Swaggerty down. Um, I think he's in AAA out before he got injured, and I think he's out for the rest of the year, but... That's really the only position where you're lacking. You got middle infield. You got some first basemen on the wings ready to start making their way up the um, up the system like Mason Martin and guys like those. But outfield is the only spot where, you know, you could say, oh, okay, we're going to build around uh, Brian Reynolds. We're going to build around a guy like him. He's still young. Um, you, you have veteran guys like Polanco, like Gamble, who I uh, who probably won't be here when the Pirates start start competing in 2023 and 2024. I mean, I definitely don't think Gamble, Greg might stick around. I don't know. Um, but, you know, it's all about the trade deadline right now. Um, some other news around the league and in terms of trade is Jock Peterson. Uh, he's been thrown around the uh, – He's been thrown around. He got traded from the Cubs to the um, to the wow. I'm blanking. The Braves. Sorry, excuse me. Um, those those are the that's the team that acquired him. The Braves. Uh, Cubs got back Bryce Bell, who's a who's a really good prospect. Um, first baseman prospect. You, you also would think Rizzo's on the move as well as Chris Bryant. We'll get into those two in a little bit. Uh, but also, Stephen Vogt was on the D-backs. He got traded to the Braves as well. Um, and then also, the big trade 
was the Minnesota Twins and the Tampa Bay Rays on Thursday. They acquired Nelly, Nelly Cruz from the Twins. The Twins have been struggling big time this year. They're going to probably deal Barrios as well. Um, but that's a big, big get for the Rays. Wow. A good guy, DH. You can stick meds back in the outfield once again. Cash is just one weird dude, but in a good way. In a good way. I like Kevin Cash. I really do. He, he the, the amount of guys, I mean, I feel like he's moving guys around left and right. He's he's figured out ways to put Wander in the lineup as well as Taylor Walls and guys like those. Um, rotation is kind of hurting right now. You would like to see them acquire a starting pitcher or a long reliever. Hopefully that might be able to slot into the rotation because you st- you're still without glass. I know Archer's coming up, but you don't want to rely on Archer, do you? Um, they also just got rid of Rich Hill, which, I mean, just feels like a salary salary dump at this point, just getting rid of getting rid of money. Uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, some other people might have other opinions, but that's the only thing that I would, you know, pinpoint there. He got traded to the Mets for two uh, minor league guys, a catcher and a, a relief pitcher. So that's where they're at right now, and that's really the bigger news guys that have been dealt already. Um, some other guys that are probably going to be on the move. Scherzer's been uh, thrown around a couple of times early on, but the uh, Nationals look like they're kicking around and might make a move. They're, they're still, I feel like, 50-50 on whether they're going to sell or whether they're going to um, go all in and start buying players. Uh, I would feel like they would go for more pitching maybe or I, I think pitching would be really their their biggest weakness right now. Bell has also been thrown around and you know going to uh, the Dodgers and pl- or, pl- or some somewhere like that. So his his name's been thrown around as well, the former former pirate. Uh, he's been he, after a tough start. He's been playing very, very well, and you know it's 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 nice to see that. Uh, who else? Chris Bryant. He's been targeted to the Mets. That's really the only place where I would think he would go. Uh, Rizzo. He's been targeted at a couple places. I'm not entirely sure where those places have been, but he looks like he's also on the move. Cubs are not really looking like they're going to make a run. At any point, the Brewers look like they they have a strong grasp on the Central. They're all, the Reds are also kicking around as well. They have a strong outfield base there with Winker and Castellanos. So they look like they're in a good spot. But, you know, the rest of the Central is not looking good. They're, they're looking like they're going to be sellers. Uh, Cardinals don't look like they're going to be going anywhere anytime soon. Um, as well as the Pittsburgh Pirates, as stated earlier. But, you know, everywhere else, I'm trying to think. The Yankees are going to look to probably acquire someone, uh, maybe move uh, Ruffin Odor, Miguel Rojas for the Mets. I'm just pulling names at this point. Is looking like he might be dealt after the Marlins have been struggling. And, you know, that's, that's you know, pretty much it for this week's episode Trade deadline approaching next week. Next Saturday is the deadline. This Saturday, this upcoming Saturday is the deadline, July thirty first, four o'clock, guys. Four o'clock. Get ready. 
Get ready for trades to be made and hopes of fan bases to be crushed if the team's on the cusp of competing or selling. Because you know there's going to be teams that fan bases are going to be pissed. But Pirates fans, you should be excited that they're getting getting rid. And I don't want to... Getting rid is, you know, negative. has a negative connotation. I wouldn't say getting rid. I would say... You're, you're, you're pushing guys out for a rebuild for 2023. That's the main goal here. You're going to acquire prospects for for 2023. That's where we're at at this point in the Pirates' rebuild. Charrington's done one heck of a job. Lonnie White is the only guy that has yet to be signed by the Pittsburgh Pirates. And he's the, he's the only other guy where I'm like, if you get him, Charrington, you had one hell of a draft. And even if they don't sign him, because he's still thinking about playing football, that's A-OK too. It's not the end of the world. you still got Bubba Chandler, who's going to try try out as a two-way player down in the minor leagues. Hopefully that works out. Shohei Otani 2.0. Also, you know, you got Anthony Solomedo, who signed. You got Henry Davis, who signed as well. Um, who went below cap, too, or below slot value as well. So how about him? Give him a round of applause as well, guys. Please, please do. Thank you, Henry Davis. They're in the uh, prospect prospect league. I think that's what what it's called. The Florida no oh, Florida Complex League. That's what it's called. Uh, they're down there uh, training and you know competing. So maybe you'll see by the end of the the year they'll make it to Low A Bradenton. You might see them in Bradenton by the end of the year, but I wouldn't. Keep your fingers crossed about that. It, uh, I wouldn't keep your fingers crossed or, you know, keep your hopes up for that because, you know, they're still young. They still have time to develop. Henry Davis is going to be up here in two to three years. Solomon, he's out of high school, so he's going to take a little bit longer. But, hey, the future looks bright, guys. That will do it for this episode of Discussions at the Dishwasher. I hope to see you next time. And guys, keep your dishes clean. That means you're extra, extra.